Can you get my face? Is this too high, too low? Is my mic good? We're, uh, we're golden? Okay, let's go. All right, here we are at Feeney Talks with Friends. My name is Eric Feeney. I'm the founder and president of Friends of Feeney. It is a nonprofit, and our mission is to help children and families that need assistance after heartbreak or tragedy. And I use this podcast thanks to my buddy Dave at Direct Line Media. And we are on episode 28. It's amazing. We're almost on 30, Dave. 30. 30. You heard it. And uh, we have a great guest today. Very excited. This is a first for Feeney Talks with Friends. We have a first, and we'll explain later. But first, uh, Gabby Sohn. Happy birthday, Gabby Sohn. It's her birthday today. Uh, A wonderful human, amazing person. She's at Merrimack College right now thinking about you. Happy birthday. The big 1-8. John, are you 18? No, 30. How was it at 18? 18? It was a crazy time, right? Uh, I think I was going into college, uh, leaving home. It was a new experience. Uh, very exciting. Where'd you go to school? I went to Central. Central. All right, yeah. I went to Southern. Oh, okay, nice. Fighting owls. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> so, yes, here we are, episode 20, 28. John Humphrey in the house. John, how you been, bud? Doing well. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, that's why I'm going to say this is very exciting. This is a first. I'm meeting you for the first time on the podcast. This is a first. There's been 28 episodes. They, I've, met, I've known them all. And I usually thank them for prior activities or events. I'm thanking you advance because we have an event. Or I would love to say we, but you invited me. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we have an event. It's really there to support everybody that's coming. It's uh, September 18th at the uh, Gasper Park. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be a group of us there, uh, Blue Earth Composting. Uh, Catherine Burns, she's the recycling coordinator for the town of West Hartford. Um, we're going to have uh, you, a uh, yep. group of students, um, working on some climate action in the town. And then we're also going to be doing a trash pickup in the new park elmwood areas very cool getting super excited about it and a food drive for the food pantry and a food drive that is correct so just a wonderful event for the environment for our community get together clean the area donate food uh and it all started with natural dividends i'm going to show a little flyer natural dividends go ahead and talk to us about natural dividends this is exciting uh once you asked would you would i like to be a part of it I said absolutely 100%, so I can't thank you enough for reaching out. What made you reach out in the first place? So actually, um, I reached out to Tate about holding the event. Uh, and Tate mentioned that he had worked with you in the past and that you've been great to work with and would be excited about uh, our event. Um, so after looking into what you did on Facebook, I was super excited and uh, sent you a Facebook message. And almost oh. immediately, you had responded that you wanted to be there. So it was... Uh, Fantastic. Very cool. Well, thank you, Tate. Episode 19, Tate Nordeen, founder and um, owner, co-owner of Gastro Park. Great place. Check it out. They're over there on New Park, food trucks, indoor bar now, wonderful menu, wonderful people. Gastro Park. I'm wearing the shirt. We did an event there. My dog is my friend. We collaborated with Uber Dog, Friends of Feeney, at Gastro Park. We had a yappy hour. Ooh, I thought I, like I invented that. the term yappy hour, but I guess I didn't. But <laughs> so it was a very, we had a raffle. It was dog friendly. It was wonderful weather. It was just a great time. Grassville is definitely a good spot. So I'm looking forward to it. And again, it is Saturday, 
September 18th, 12 to 4, right? 12 to 4. 12 to 4. Oh, tell us more about Blue Earth Compost. Can you talk about Blue Earth? Yeah, so Blue Earth Composting is an organization that collects uh, food scraps. So they take your food scraps and then they turn them into electricity. And then at the end of the year, uh, you actually get your compost back if you want it. So it's a sustainable company that actually helps with the waste problem because uh, a lot of people don't know uh, our food waste actually is, I think it's, I could be wrong on this stat, but I think it's somewhere around 30% of the waste that is um, disposed of by towns and it is a huge cost and it actually takes a lot to get rid of it. Yeah, do you pay them to come get your food? You do. Um, yeah, because I think I reached out to them at the camp that I work at and I feel sometimes there's some garbage that we throw a lot of, not a lot of food, but there are times. I thought maybe we could do something with it and I think I contacted them, but it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Cool, so they'll turn it into energy. Mm-hmm. Turn it into energy and then you get the compost uh, back at the end. If you've tried composting before, it is messy, it's smelly and requires a lot of work. So they take all uh, of that off of your hands if you want to do it, yeah. Okay, all right, see, did not know that. Also, West Hartford Recycling. Is that the recycling, the blue bin that we put out in front of our house in West Hartford? Yes, it is. Okay, I think I know what that is. Yeah. They pick up every other week. I believe so, yeah. yeah. That change. There were a lot of complaints on that friends and family page of West Hartford on Facebook. Oh, I can imagine. It used to be weekly. Now it's every other week. <laughs> that's, a, that's a topic for another, <laughs> another podcast. Well, let's talk about your wonderful uh, natu- natural dis- dividends. I love this little logo. Where'd you get the logo idea? So the logo was actually um, designed for us by another West Hartford uh, native, Emma Bond. Um, she was a coach at my gym, CrossFit Relentless, uh, over in West Hartford, and she also does some design work. So I told her about the company, um, told her kind of our background and what we were doing, and then she kind of presented us with some uh, design ideas, and that's the one that we ended up with, and I absolutely love it. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. No, it's really cool. Now, is it some sort of fan, or are they just laying out the leaves are in the recycling Right? Is I that, see it? Or no, am I seeing it right? No, so it is, it's leaves and it um, does kind of look like a recycling uh, symbol. But what I actually love about it, and I don't think she did this intentionally, if you look in between the leaves, it looks like they're uh, miniature waves, uh, which is really cool because you kind of got earth and water uh, in the logo as well. What's her name again? Emma Bond. Uh, would you consider Emma Bond a good friend? Uh, I would consider Emma Bond a That's good her- friend. Emma Bond is a good friend. Emma Bond needs to contact friends of Feeney. We're trying to go away from the, the name and maybe a picture. She's actually got two new businesses. Uh, she's got All True, which is a chickpea-based uh, 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 cookie dough, which is absolutely phenomenal. And then she's got a health and um, like nutrition and uh, coaching program as well. I think it's All True Fitness. Uh, and in addition to making logos? Uh, I think logos she just did on the side for me because she went All to school right. for design. Um, but she, if you reached out to her, I think she would do it for you. All right, Emma, you'll be hearing from me. I'm friends, <laughs> I'm friends with John Humphrey. So, no, that's great. No, I'm excited about this event. Uh, kid-friendly. I'm going to bring my, my 12-year-old daughters and uh, just giving back to the community, you know, uh, community service, cleaning up. Because sometimes the area... Um, I, 
are you going to do the walking path would be a great idea there's a walking path that you yeah. can get uh littered and uh but i think that'd be a great area to clean elmwood new britain avenue sometimes uh can use some cleanup but uh love that area oh i love that area too and that, it's they're doing a lot in that area yeah um gastro park has been phenomenal yep. for that area i love going to the uh Gastro Park, they've got some apartments going in there, and then a lot of business fronts out there. So, so what do you do for work work? So for work work, uh, I'm an auto damage supervisor uh, with GEICO. Uh, okay. So that's my day job, uh, 8 to 4.30. Nice. And then 4.30 starts, and you're right into your natural dividends? Depending on the day, but uh, typically around five o'clock, I'll go right into natural dividends, and that's my passion. That fires me up. Yeah, I get super excited about it. What inspired you to create that, or start it? A love of nature, and realizing that there is a fundamental need for change um, with the way that we think about the environment uh, and the way that we think about sustainability. Um, so I'm a huge hiker. Uh, spent most of my life outdoors when I was a kid. I grew up in Simsbury, Connecticut. I was born in New Haven, grew up in Simsbury, and I had a plot of uh, land that was on some woods. And as a kid, whenever I was upset going through something or just wanted to get away, I would spend time in the woods. And from that just grew a love of hiking, nature, the outdoors. Um, so natural cool. dividends just started as a idea uh, of wanting to do something but not wanting uh, but not knowing what to do so my friend Chris who I went to uh, Central with been good friends hiking buddies gone on tons of hikes um, Adirondacks uh, New Hampshire uh, went on a trip out to uh, California came to me with the name which I absolutely loved the name and and a want to do something for the environment and we met for uh, years, I think it was two, three years we met and wanted to find something to do, but didn't know what to do and didn't want to reinvent the wheel. So at the end of it, we came up with uh, Natural Dividends. No, I think that's a great name and a great you know, goal and mission. What, who runs the website? So the website is designed uh, by Chris. Uh, he does an absolutely wow. wonderful job of it. We both, I have a lot of ideas and input for it, but he is 100% the back end. We make a very good team where yeah. he's able to execute a lot of the, the back end on the, uh, the website and some of the other things. Are you established 501c3? No, so we have applied for a 501c3. We completed our board of directors, I think it was January or February. Nice. Uh, and then two months ago, we submitted for the 501c3 status, and we are waiting to hear back. And how did you create your board or you form your board? So uh, at first, um, we got my sister on board just because she's had a lot of board experience. Uh, she was on the junior board for the Hartford stage um, and then a couple other uh, art boards around Hartford. Uh, then just talking to people, um, bring up natural dividends, and a lot of conversation and found people that were interested uh, in it. One, my good friend's wife, who's super into um, living a minimalist lifestyle, eats mainly uh, vegan and is all about creating 
um, sustainable like um, food alternatives, sustainable packaging, um, things of that nature. And she heard about it, offered to help us out. And then we found uh, Diana Good, who was our last board member, to finalize things actually at the Gastro Park. Um, my gym, CrossFit Relentless, now Viking Athletics, had our party, uh, like gym party at the Gastro Park, and I just ended up talking about it. And she was super on board, super interested, and has a lot of nonprofit experience, and then got on board with us. No, I think it's great. I checked out your website and I clicked on to become an ambassador, and it gets to a Google form. Yes. So I want to try to steal that or implement that on my website to ask for volunteers. What, where, where'd you get the idea to, to think of ambassadors? Because I think that's a wonderful idea. Through brand ambassadors. Like you see a lot of brands on Instagram that will reach out to people and have people wear their shirt or um, advertise their product. So we wanted a way, because one of the biggest ways that you can actually be um, an advocate for the environment is actually just talking about it and sharing what you're doing and getting other people on board using your voice uh, and building a community, which is one of our main goals with uh, Natural Dividends, is building a community that's passionate about increasing nature's share. Uh, so the idea with the Ambassador Program is to get people that are passionate about the environment and have them share what they're doing with their local community. Because um, when you think about it, most people have a circle of influence they have friends, family um, that they're surrounded by that really value what they have to say, what they talk about, and if they make a change in their life, will notice and care about that change. Uh, so the ambassador program aims at getting people excited about nature and then reaching out to your circle of influence or your community and share what you're doing and how you're involved. Oh, I love it. I'm stealing it. Yeah, absolutely. Can I it? Can yeah. I, can I use it? You can use it. You can have it. Don't reinvent the wheel. But if it's working, I thought that was a wonderful idea. I don't know if I'd call it ambassadors, maybe like friends, friends or something of the sort where, again, get the word out. I tell the kids all the time, be a good friend. Be a good friend is like holding the door for someone, picking up trash, even though it's not yours. Yeah. Because I work at a camp, I work at a school and it's always like, hey, do me a favor, you pick that up. It's always, it's not mine. Well... Just because it's not your trash, you can still pick it up because you're helping the environment. You're being a good friend. Yeah. So, um, and then at camp, I had kids, you know, I picked up 12 pieces of trash today, Feeney. Our whole group picked up 61 pieces. And it was really cool <laughs> to see that, you know, they're like, I did it, I did it. You know, you encourage that. And next thing you know, again, um, influencing other groups heard. I Like I said, oh, congratulations. The first grade boys picked up 61. Well, the second grade boys now, they have to beat that. So they go to their next activity and they're trying to pick up trash. So, um, and that was in August. So like that was on my mind when you reached out to me. Uh, I just think it's a wonderful program. And I think picking up trash is, I almost wanted to do, like you go for a run or a hike and then you pick up trash. Um, Glamping or not? No, that's not glamping. No, they have. Um, What's the thing called when you go? It's called plogging. Plogging. Yeah. So yes. it's like jogging and picking up trash. It's called blogging. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's a, that's a big thing as well. All right, that's very cool. We got to get that going. Uh, somehow I'm gonna. We'll talk more about the ambassador thing and uh, 
making being a good friend. Also had, uh, are you a vegetarian? I am not. I try to limit my um, meat, especially red meat, because that has one of the biggest impacts um, for meats just with the amount of land that is actually needed to uh, grow our meat. But I, I still will eat burgers. I still eat chicken. I do a lot of mainly turkey meat, um, but I'm not a vegetarian. I, I could be <laughs> I yeah. could be better in that realm. But that's also one of the things that we want to do with natural dividends is we want to change the messaging around uh, living a sustainable lifestyle uh, because a lot of the messages that I've heard is, oh, you got to be 100% vegan or you're not an environmentalist or you're a bad person or you got to not use any plastic or get rid of all your waste, otherwise you're not an environmentalist. When realistically, the no, you're never going to get everybody to switch over to being um, a vegan or vegetarian. But if you can get a large group of people to decrease the amount of meat that they consume, that will make a bigger difference than just getting a small amount of people to switching over to veganism or uh, vegetarian vegetarianism. So trying to create, um, show the meaningful impact that small steps can have. Because a lot of people, I think, look at the big picture and saying, oh, I have to stop um, driving or stop traveling or I have to stop eating meat. And then it just becomes way too much uh, for a lot of people to take on. Whereas if you just say, OK, I'm going to remove uh, you know, red meat from one of my meals every single week. And then after you do that, maybe you do two. And then you find an alternative that's sustainable for you. Maybe that's just two meals a week and then you completely stop there if you keep that up for the rest of your life that's a large impact over time when done in a sustainable manner wow all right so, learning stuff yeah this is great what's your take on plastic straws uh well i don't think plastic straws are the main issue it's just like i don't like disposable single-use plastic because it for me it doesn't make sense because um, like a lot of people don't realize I think of all plastic that gets recycled, that actually makes it into the recycling can, uh, only 10% of that actually gets recycled. Oh, wow. Uh, I think of general town recycling, it's higher, it's like 30%, but of all the plastics ever made, I think it's less than 10%. It's like somewhere around 9%. So you do research, you look up things, you read about your... Obviously, you're, this is your passion, and, and you're inspired by all of this. Yes. Because it shows, and this is great. And I'm learning a lot. Very informative podcast, and we're already in 10 or 20 minutes. So, again, <laughs> thanks for coming, and it's wonderful meeting you. And I also saw on your website, developing a plastic-free habit. So that's why I asked about the straws. Yeah. So that really stuck out. Um, Want to elaborate a little more on that? Yeah, absolutely. So well, we have two lifestyle like missions. So what those are is things that people can do, giving them a path to live a um, more sustainable lifestyle, or as we call it, increasing nature's share. Because one of the problems I had when I was um, before natural dividends is I was very passionate about the environment, but all the problems felt too big and I didn't know what to, to do. So through these lifestyle missions, uh, we give people a path to start and one of those is developing plastic free habits and what it is is looking at single-use plastic items that you use in your life regularly 
and finding an alternative to them. Um, and same way you can start with one item, like one of the biggest is just like having a Nalgene or something that is uh, like a reusable water bottle on you uh, and stop using uh, plastic water bottles. I can't tell you, I do a lot of um, trash pickups on hikes and around town. And a lot of what you find is plastic water oh, yeah. bo bottles, also a lot of nips. Um, <laughs> but uh, all, what it is, is finding things in your house and then just replacing them with a non-plastic item. So where I started, I actually started in uh, my bathroom. So I got a bamboo toothbrush, uh, then I got reusable floss, uh, then I got a toothpaste that comes in like a um, kind of... Uh, bag it's like a kind of like a cardboard ish bag but it's sustainable and then as i started replacing items i kind of built momentum because then i would look for a new item uh, so then i did uh, my soap i was using like plastic shampoos and soaps and then i just switched over to a soap bar um, then me and my wife started making our own soaps and then after i did that i looked for other areas and then i did laundry detergent dishwasher detergent and as you do it, you get more and more motivated to get right. rid of um, plastic. Now, if a second grader were to ask you, because you mentioned it's like a popular word, sustainable. Yep. Can you explain that word to a second grader? Sustainable. So sustainable has got, that's a, a tough word, but uh, sustainable, I would say something that can be maintained for the long term uh, and doesn't continually cut into like our, our resources like uh, one of the things I've come across in all this is like a circular economy so basically where we have an item and it's at the, the start it would go back at the end so think if you're like at the grocery store if you got like a sauce jar somehow it would find its way back to the manufacturer who actually uh, manufactured it and built it and then it would be reused. Gotcha. So you're not getting new resources um, or, you know. What's the opposite of sustainable or an item that's not sustainable? I think single use plastic okay. <laughs> It's not All sustainable. Right. All right. Um, there's a lot. That's That was great. Great um, explanation to a second grader. That's great. What about, you mentioned hiking, negative net hike. What is a negative net hike? That I did not know what that was so negative net hiking Can you explain that to a 42 year old absolutely um <laughs> so negative net hiking was something it's a term i kind of dreamed up thinking about it and it's very similar it's got the exact same idea as plogging okay um but i'm a big hiker i've done a lot of hiking throughout my life continually i'm hitting local trails and then trails all over uh, the u.s and all over the world but um originally i would be on hikes or be on walks and I would see uh, trash in the woods or out on the streets and I would just get upset and then walk by it. So negative net hiking is the idea of leaving the space better than what you found it. So if you see something in the local environment that shouldn't be there to take it out with you. Uh, so it's it's basically what you're talking about before of being a good friend is helping out the space or helping out the area. And what's beautiful about it is as you do it, you can actually see your impact uh, in real time. Like 
I started negative net hiking in my area uh, in West Hartford. And when once you start to look for trash, a lot of people don't look for it or notice it just because we've become so used to it. But when you start to look for it, you see it everywhere. You see it on the side of the highway. You see it on the side of the road. You see yeah. it in your local neighborhood. Some areas are better than others, but it's typically anywhere you look, you just start to see it. Uh, as you start to, if you have a walk that you do every single day, or if you have a hike that you do all the time, if you take a bag of trash with you, or a, a bag, something with you, and you start to take trash out with you, you will see a noticeable difference within the first couple times that you go and you'll see the space is a lot cleaner and not only that people will see you picking up the trash and they'll get motivated to actually do the same thing i think that's great it's almost like the broken window syndrome where like kids are throwing rocks at the windows in the factory because they're already broken oh but why are you breaking the windows well they're already broken yep. you know that's the exact why people litter like oh look at this place it's already a mess oh i'm gonna keep adding to the mess which is not cool and yeah not being a good friend yeah it's funny you say that because i've noticed that areas that have like a lot of trash just it, it seems to accumulate in one general area and it's because people see trash there so they feel okay leaving it because they're like oh it's already here so. and then you mentioned hiking do you hike where do you hike in west hartford so West Hartford, I love the West Hartford Reservoir. Um, I do a lot of walking just around uh, the Oakwood and uh, Park Road areas. But for hiking, definitely the West Hartford Reservoir has has the best hiking. Um, and what about the Adirondacks? You mentioned that too. Oh yeah, Adir- hike there? Adirondacks, uh, really anywhere in the Adirondacks you can. Is that Lake George area? That, uh, so that's above Lake George. That's more, Adirondacks is like Lake Placid. Gotcha. That area. Well, before I even... we got to play a game now. Okay. Episode one. This is a storytelling game. Thanks to episode one, Matt Dix, author, storyteller, teacher. He plays a game. It's called Best, Worst, First, Last. Your best hike, your worst hike, your first hike, and your last hike. Okay. Any order you want, whenever you're ready. Hmm. It's tough because I've done a lot of hikes. Um, By your Instagram picture, sure, see shows. <laughs> I've probably, yeah, I've probably done thousand, a thousand hikes. Maybe that might be an exaggeration, but it's it's a lot, a lot of hikes. So my first hike, I wouldn't even know where to start, but it was probably in my backyard, um, okay. just walking in the woods. And we actually used to, my sisters, um, we and I have. Um, three sisters older half sister uh and then two older sisters and we would make trails in our backyard and then we would name the trails and everybody would walk each other's trails or pike each other's trails and we'd like rate them that's cool um so that's definitely my first hike would probably be in, in my own backyard um best hike there have been quite a few but i think it would be franconia Ridge, which is in the White Mountains. Uh, me and my good buddy uh, T got into winter hiking uh, only a couple of years ago. And we did a sunrise hike on uh, Mount Lafayette and the Franconia Ridge. So I think we started at 4 a.m. or like 3, yeah, it was like 4 a.m. We walked to the uh, top of Mount Lafayette, which is a pretty aggressive uh, hike. And 
the you're walking the ridge line for a mile um, with just totally exposed and then the sun was rising all the all around us and it was just the most beautiful like picturesque um, scene it was just very calm and also it was like that sounds cool yeah it, it, is that like New Hampshire White Mountains that's White Mountains New Hampshire yeah did you get the bumper sticker this car made it up Mount Washington or I've actually hiked? I've actually never driven up uh, Mount Mount Washington car I've hiked it probably four or five times and I've taken a car down because uh, the first time I hiked Washington um, I started cramping uh, right at the top and was <laughs> in a lot of pain so I took a car down then but I've never driven a car up Franconia Ridge Frank right. oh beautiful on hike. the s sunrise that's so cool yeah do you have that picture on Instagram uh, I I think I have that picture somewhere on Instagram. We'll share it. We'll add it to the podcast. Okay, beautiful. People need to see this. This is, sounds amazing. Yeah. So you have your best and your first. The worst has to be the cramp. No, it sounds like that's pretty bad. <laughs> Does it get worse than a cramp? Uh, I've cramped a couple times. Oh, boy. Hiking, yeah. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think. Do you prep the night before and drink a bunch of water? And I should. Eat spaghetti. It, it, de it depends on the hike. But usually the way those hikes work is they're like weekend trips. So I'll leave after uh, work and then we'll, depending on uh, the hike, which is usually the White Mountains or the Adirondacks, because I think that's some of the best hiking within striking distance around here. So we won't get to the Airbnb because typically it's Airbnbs. We won't get there until like uh, 11 o'clock at night because we'll usually stop somewhere for food, grab a drink. Um, so a lot of times it's low sleep and not a lot of prep. We'll just go and we'll do it. I, I, I couldn't name uh, wor like the, the worst hike. I just love being outdoors. So if I'm outside, if I'm in nature, I'm good. All right. What about your last one, your most recent? Most recent, um, what, uh, where was the most recent? I'm forgetting the name of it. I think it was Chase Mountain. Um, I went with this uh, this guy, Hike with Mike, who actually I met negative net hiking uh, on a trail. And then we just had a, like a wonderful conversation, similar stories. So we met up and then he told me about the hike. But I'm terrible with names. I think it was Chase Mountain, but I, I could be wrong on that. No, you inspired me. I'm going on a hike. We went to Lake George a couple months ago and we hiked. Forgot what it was called, but you know, you get to the top, you see a little waterfall, you work up a nice sweat. We bring a lunch. It's just fun being outside. Oh, it's wonderful. And being I think outside. I need to do that a little more. Yeah. You're, man, you inspired me. <laughs> this is great. I'm inspired. I'm learning. If you what ever it's need, all about. Go ahead. If you ever need to uh, find a good hike, all trails. Is that an app? Yeah, it's an app. Uh, right. They've got trails all over everywhere. So all you have to do is search your local area, and it'll give you a good trail, and it'll rate it for easy um medium or like a hard hike and what about your um sneakers what do you do you have oh, what's the popular one i think keens are very popular um there's like oboes uh, as well those are very popular if you go to rei they'll they'll hook you up they, they know what to do with the boots very cool so you got your best hike first all right hiking all right all right be a good friend everyone after you listen to episode 28 we're going to go picking up trash, and we're going hiking. Oh, that's wonderful. Why don't you do a Friends of Feeney meetup hike? Oh, Let me know that. about it. I'll be there. Let's do it. And you also enjoy taking uh, 
photos. You take some wonderful pictures. Thank you. So the dusty foot photography. Yep, the dusty foot photographer. Yeah. Yep, and that is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So check it out. We'll add that link too. Okay, perfect. You can do a lot of handstands. I do a lot of handstands. I love handstands. It's... I know. I was hoping we could <laughs> move the chairs out. Dave, come on. Lawsuit. You got insurance, right, Dave? Yeah, do it. That's fine. I'm good. Nah, all right. Well, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe I don't know if there's going to be enough space. I, there's a lot of equipment around. Well, I mean, that'd be good for podcast. <laughs> I already fell out of the chair. <laughs> Episode 19, the chair burst and fell. Wood flew everywhere, and I fell on my tailbone, and uh, it happened. So, I mean, if I can fall on the podcast, you can fall on the podcast. Okay, all right. Think about it. See how you feel. Maybe we'll end with a handstand okay, if you're feeling. We'll, we'll think about it. And you do CrossFit? I do CrossFit, yeah. That's the Relentless? Relentless? Yeah, but so. But now it's Viking? It's now Viking Athletics. That's so. in Gastro Park area, that, that one? Yep. Is that where Erica Newfang goes? Uh, she used to go there, but I believe she's switched gyms at this point. Shout out to Erica Newfang, CrossFit monster. She is a absolute monster. Um, and just a wonderful person, um, school counselor, or schools. Oh, man. What is she? School counselor, school behavior. I should know this. This is embarrassing. <laughs> she's a great coworker and colleague. Yeah. She is there for me uh, for many years and just a wonderful person. But her deadlift got me hurt. She's like, I could deadlift 180 easy. And she weighs, you know, she looks like she weighs 100 pounds. Who knows? And here I try. Something snapped in my back. Shock went down my leg. I couldn't stand for a week. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. One thing I've learned with going to CrossFit with Erica is you don't want to try to keep up with her. Like, <laughs> she's in a league of her own. You just let her, let her be and don't even try to compete. She's going to be a guest. Wonder talks with friends. Yep. She also does nutrition. Uh, New Fang. She spells it nutrition. Erica Nutrition. Check it out on Instagram. We will. Ha- I, I made a book recommendation last time. Rules for a Night by Ethan Hawke. This time I'm going to make an Instagram follow recommendation. The nutrition page. She's telling it like when you eat your rice, it should be like the size of your fist. When you eat. Uh, greens it should be this size so you can portion because like i have a difficult time you know the food's so good i just want to keep eating i'm the same same way uh but she was very helpful with that with the nutrition and uh just again great at her job great at um and just crossfit and helping with the nutrition so erica newfang there's a shout out what minute are we on so we can tell her to tell her tomorrow 37 37 erica new thing nutrition instagram and the dusty foot is also great um so i'm a teacher i'm going in my 18th year i just started year 18 i'm halfway done imagine that i got another 18 to go um do you have a favorite teacher i do um i've two i've had a lot of good teachers throughout my life uh the teachers that were always the most impactful and meaningful were the ones that were just passionate about what they were doing. But the two teachers that really stand out to me, one was uh, Miss Ferlivio. She was my English teacher in eighth grade. Uh, and she had us do an exercise where we wrote to our future selves. And what we did is we like wrote what would make us happy or like what we wanted to accomplish 
and what we were I think thankful for at the time and so we wrote them didn't think anything of it when I graduated um, I think it was college I got the letter mailed back to me whoa that's yeah cool. so it was, it was a very impactful thing I still have the letter uh, and look back at it sometimes it was a, it was a very cool exercise but also she was a very unique passionate teacher like a lot of times she would push all the desks aside and then we'd all sit on uh, pillows what was her name again um, Miss Verlivio, I forget what her first name was, but she was an eighth grade uh, English teacher. Did people call her Mrs. F? Yes, <laughs> yes. Miss Verlivio. Well, thank you. Is she you still in contact? No, um, I'm not still in contact. I think that's a wonderful exercise. That is fantastic. I was wondering maybe you got it back at high school graduation or but college graduation. That's, that's amazing. So good work. Do you, have, you, you were going to list another one? Yes. Um, my teacher in college um drew harris uh, he was my entrepreneurship teacher i actually had a lot of classes with him because i was um business administration with concentration on entrepreneurship and uh he was just very passionate about what he uh, did and he was very hands-on like he would put us uh, in contact with people that were starting their own businesses and we would talk with them, we would meet with them, uh, we would actually kind of help them with some of the things that they were doing. I remember that being one of the exercises. And then I was uh, very passionate at the time about the um, paleo diet. It's basically uh, nuts, seeds, um, basically eating on the outside of the grocery store aisle in a nutshell. But hmm. I wanted to start a food business like a food prep business and I think this was back in 2013 uh, and I was uh, working with my sister uh, and then her boyfriend at the time and uh, he put us in touch with uh, uh, investors he put us in touch with a bunch of contacts and it was just very it that business didn't end up going through but it was just a very impactful um, experience and he taught me a lot wow where and then after college where was your first job so my first job was my current job oh. uh, with Geico uh, as a uh, I started off as an insurance adjuster and I'm a supervisor with them and I actually started out in uh, Waterbury say it, say it. Waterbury Waterbury <laughs> yeah. I said there's only one rule when you come on the podcast John I don't know we I know we just met you have to mention Waterbury somehow and you passed and you did it you, you worked in Geico in Waterbury yeah amazing for a couple years actually yeah that was daily drive stopping ground for a while oh it's a terrible drive yeah especially at the time because it was still going they uh were start i believe they were starting the construction back then so it was just oh. a lot of fun so bad so bad <laughs> all right let me just do a quick little i have another in addition to your event oh i love this oh increasing nature share is that your motto your go-to at all times or just for this event so that is our overall mission is to increase nature share because basically as um, over time as humanity has increased we just keep taking more and more from nature so we have a simple pre premise of what we need to start doing is giving back to nature and increasing its share so that's our overall mission then we have three ways that we do that through kind of like education personal 
um, lifestyle missions and then con building a uh, community connecting people with organizations and nonprofits um, that are already doing good in the world and not trying to reinvent the wheel but bring awareness to those organizations all right cool no that, I think it's great and also um, I'm just writing that I want to put add your hike picture my shout out to nutrition uh, the ambassadors thing was great I want to try to steal that also when you have people sign up to a free event on the link, what's the link called? Uh, it's Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Yeah. So why, if you don't mind me asking, why do you, if it's a free event, you're not charging, why do you want people to register on Eventbrite? Just for my personal use. Oh uh, yeah, so that is so we can get an idea of how many people are coming and then we can kind of plan for the event. Because the first part of the event is the trash pickup. And we've actually spread um, that uh, Elmwood uh, New Park area into four different trash zones. So depending on how many people that we get to sign up will be how many zones that we actually um, clean up. And then also we have, there's going to be some food trucks at the Gastro Park. So we want to let them know how many people we're kind of ex uh, expecting. But I, I don't think a lot of people know that you have to sign up for tickets because I have a lot of friends and just people that have told me about yeah. the event that haven't signed up for tickets. And I'm like, get the tickets it's not if you don't have them we can sign you up at the door but it's just so we yeah. can get a head count okay no that's great that coming i've done can drives and events and um i was wondering how and why the event bright so i think that's great i'm gonna steal that one too yeah. event bright ambassadors oh, it's a great way to do it and a hike we're gonna do a friends of feeny hike all right well the week after the next saturday we're doing a September 25th, 6 to 9 at the Hartford Golf Club. 250 brands of whiskey. There's going to be $50,000 worth of pro uh, product. And there's going to be food from the Hartford Golf Club. Uh, it's 100 bucks to get in. It's at the Weeha. It's the 8th annual Weeha Whiskey Fest. Um, great time. Dave, you going? I'll go, yeah, man. Dave going? All right. I don't know. Do you know Dave likes whiskey? I did not know that. <laughs> I just learned that. Uh, there's VIP tastings. Do you want to do the VIP tasting, Dave? Oh, I'm in. You're, you're a VIP. <laughs> I'm in. You're a VIP. So again, 250 brands of whiskey, and they pick a charity to donate the proceeds to, or a couple charities, and Friends of Feeney is one of them. Oh, that's so, amazing. Thank you, Matt Whitney. Matt Whitney works at Mas Max uh, Maximum Beverage. This is all hosted by Maximum Beverage. Uh, Matt Whitney, great friend. He's a friend. Episode 18, Matt Whitney. Uh, and Matt Whitney also donates his box truck for the can drives. He's just a wonderful person. And I was honored that they chose Friends of Feeney to be one of the recipients of some of these uh, proceeds. So check it out. September 25th. We'll add a link to this one. And then the week before, again, John Humphrey. How's that look? Pretty good. Who put that together? Uh, so me and Chris, me and Chris pretty much do everything for the, the website and all the um, posters, marketing. Uh, Chris does a lot of the designing and then we just work together with the, the ideas for it. So what makes Chris a good friend? Chris is a good friend um, and a good partner with Natural Dividends uh, just because he is very organized uh, and able, uh, very like technologically 
uh, savvy, which I can use technology, but I'm not super technology, like super savvy with technology. So he's, he's great at putting things together. Um, and I'm great with coming up with ideas and then, um, getting connections and reaching out to people. So we make a very good team in that sense. All right. Well, good job, Chris. I look forward to meeting you, Chris. We'll see you on September 18th, noon to four. We're going to help clean up some trash and then we're going to uh, donate some food to the food pantry and learn more on how we could increase nature's share. Gather, graze, and grow. I like it. All right, so favorite moment. I, I had a friend, but I want to include your favorite moment with your brother, Ben. I see that. Uh, you saw a picture. Uh, he was your inspiration. He's your role model. He's a, uh, Can you talk about your brother, Ben? Yes. Um, so my brother, Ben, um, he's got Down syndrome and autism um and it's hard to find a favorite moment they've all been really good but what ben um what i really appreciate about ben is he has just taught me a appreciation for for life um because one uh he's nonverbal. uh he's not able to um, communicate very effectively. He can, he knows sign language and he has a talker, but some, especially when we were uh, growing up, it was hard for him to be able to um, say what he wanted and what he needed. So it's just a appreciation that being born in this body, being able to express myself, um, being able to communicate with people is just how blessed I really am. And also like the simplest things can really make him happy. He loves he loves slinkies. Like if you go into a store and he knows there's a slinky there, he will not let you leave until he has a slinky in his hand because he just loves to shake it. Um, same thing with shoe uh, in, insoles as well. Um, How old, go, is he older or younger? Uh, so he is now, I think he's, 20, he's 25. Um, so he's older, um, but he still loves slinkies. Uh, he actually will match his uh, outfits to the slinky or his slinky to the outfits and oh, if you wow. go go into his room i think there's probably like 150 plus slinkies because as soon as they get like a little bit bent. of a yeah. bent or something he'll discard it but he keeps it but he wants to always have the freshest slinky in his hand and um, he matches his outfits That's yeah he, he's he's serious about his, yeah i like it serious about his slinkies we had uh Fighters for Finn is an organization that helps people that have Down syndrome and autism. And uh, he's a second grade or third grader now. And his mom, Brooke, was on the podcast and talked about uh, the uh, Down syndrome for Connecticut. And just, uh, just you know, and again, he likes basketball and loves shooting hoops. Oh, that's that's awesome. how I met him. We had the bond over basketball. So he's my dude. And we celebrate Finn Fridays. So if you'll see... Coming up, you'll see a Finn Friday, and it's Friends of Finn, Friends of Feeny, Friends of Finn uh, posts coming soon. So that's cool. I did not know that about Ben. Um, I'm connecting it back to a podcast. I try to connect Matt, Whitney, Tate, Gastro Park, and now Brooke. So go back and watch these podcasts, people. Um, which gets us to our next thing. Are you ready for some crazy questions? Oh, I'm ready. Dave, you got some, hit some sounds or some music or some crazy questions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was good. I didn't ask permission <laughs> to do this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it anyway. You got the camera on, John? Crazy question time. 
<laughs> Crazy question. Woo, woo, woo. All right. So. We'll, I'll clean these up. People don't know that if you get picked, submit your crazy questions online. I put it out there. I got a lot of likes, 60 likes and some comments, but I didn't get any questions. So I referred to my small friends, my eighth grade friends. Let's get a picture for the Instagram. Ooh. I referred to my eighth, my eight-year-old friends that can give you some crazy questions. So again, if I read your question on the air, you will get a gift card to Donut Crazy. This is all possible. Donut Crazy is sponsoring this crazy question. We got our first sponsorship of the Feeney Talks for Friend podcast. Thank you, Irene. Episode 10. Thank you. They're down at 483, no, 993 Farmington Ave. West Hartford at DonutCrazy.com. Go see Irene. Episode 10. You can call and order your donuts ahead. They have crazies. They have dailies. I really like the avocado toast, and Ooh. their coffee is amazing. So 860-206-3918. Tell them friends of Feeney sent you. We'd love to have some friends in there. Um, and then to show that their sponsorship is worthwhile. But they are sponsoring this crazy question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Again, this is eight-year-olds. We're gonna, I got a bunch of crazy questions today because you're the first one, so I'm excited to share. This is Anne. Do you like bananas? Oh, I love bananas. Would you rather have a donkey toe or a cow feet? Ooh, that's tough. I think donkey toe. That was thanks to Anne. This is Karen Vare. Who would win, Godzilla or King Kong? And why? That's tough. Um, I think Godzilla, just because he's, he can right, throw right. fire, you Karen know? Karen you heard it here. King Godzilla. This is from Penny. Would you rather eat pizza that tastes like ice cream or ice cream that tastes like pizza? I love ice cream and I love pizza, so I feel like you cannot go wrong either way. But probably pizza that tastes like ice cream. All right, Penny, you heard it here. Would you rather have 10 cats or 10 dogs? Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of animals. Uh, if I have to pick one, I think 10 cats. It seems like right. less responsibility. Get your crazy questions in. All these kids are getting no homework, so they're getting their reward. If you submit, you'll get, win a gift card to the Crazy Donut. And thank you for participating in our first Crazy Questions, sponsored by Donut Crazy. Would you rather have purple hair or 10 masks on you? Uh, I think 10 masks would be hard to breathe, so I'll do purple hair. That was from Daniela. Thank you, Daniela. These are great questions, my eight-year-old friends. Wink, wink. You know who you are. Would you rather have two lives or have a superpower? Ooh. And that's from Christian. I think superpower. Nice. Yeah. What superpower? Probably the fly. I think flying would be... That's a popular one. Yeah. Just a lot of freedom. What's your favorite animal? Dog. Love dogs. Would you rather only eat broccoli for the rest of your life or be sick for one day? That's sick for one day. All right. And what is the fastest train called? Speed train. All right. You heard it here first. That was Crazy Questions. Again, sponsored by Donut Crazy. We're going to have some sound effects next time and some lights. I was going to have that little firework that you pull the string. And oh, push. that's nice. I like the confetti, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're, gonna, okay. we're shooting off fireworks in here, Dave. <laughs> uh, making a mess. Uh, I'll clean it up. But thank you, Dave. This all couldn't be possible making a mess in this this wonderful direct line studio and if you're out there and you want to be a po podcaster contact dave at direct line media here's his 
business card. David, Direct Line Media, 480 New Park. His phone number is 860-833-6174. I got Erica Newfang might want to do her own podcast. So I got oh, someone nice. for you. Her and, my, her and another friend, Kim. She wants to do a podcast. So if you're looking to be a podcast, contact Dave. If you want to be a sponsor, we're going to throw Donut Crazy logo on the back of this episode. We're going to ask crazy questions. We're going to make a mess. I also made a note. Dave, where's your plant? We were supposed to show your plant. It's over there. It's back. Did, is it making this? Did it make it? On the, it made it. All right. Made the podcast. Anything you'd like to add, John? Um, Just... If you're available, September 18th, come on down. It's going to be a great event. It's going to uh, help out the West Hartford community. You're going to be able to see your actions in real time, learn about some great organizations, uh, and bring some cans for the uh, West Hartford Food Pantry. They're in need right now. Yeah, we also need uh, uh, SpaghettiOs, pasta, all this um, non-perishable foods. Uh, the pantry is really low. And we could really use your help and support. So please come and support the West Hartford Pantry. We'll collect it. We'll bring it down. All you have to do is bring it to Gastro Park. So it's like a win-win-win. Yeah. You get the Gastro Park, right? You get the you get the food trucks. You get to clean up the environment and the community. And then you could also give back and uh, is that like net hiking or is that what do we is that a net walk? So yeah, it's a, it, the term we use is negative net hiking, but technically it's just negative net whatever you're doing. So it can be negative net uh, walking, hiking, helping the area. We with fifty minutes with Feeney. We're about fifty minutes. Give us the uh, date and time and website and all that. All right, uh, it's September eighteenth, uh, noon to four. Uh, the website to find us is Natural Dividends. Um, the link, I can send it to you if you want to put it in the uh, episode description. Will do. And we can also sign you up at the door. 55 minutes. How are we doing? Um, how are you feeling? Are you going to do a handstand? Are we going to end the show with a handstand? <laughs> you, or should they come to the 18th? Come, do- come to the 18th. I will do a handstand on request at the eight, 18th at the event. You heard it here, folks. You heard it first. John Humphrey natural dividends i can't thank you we had a wonderful conversation it was educational we learned we are promoting a future event i didn't know you prior and i feel like i've known you forever so thank you so much for being here uh i hope to see everyone on september 18th noon to four john promised a handstand i did i'll do a cartwheel more of a round off <laughs> more of a just don't fall and get hurt um Again, this is Eric Feeney, founder and president of uh, Friends of Feeney. Our mission is to help children and families that need assistance after heartbreak or tragedy. Uh, we have wonderful people in the community, like John Humphrey. This is great. He is now a friend of Feeney. We hope to see you. Uh, and again, September 25th, if you like whiskey, I think we're out of here. All right. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Be a good friend. Thank you.